When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then, John, and then, and then, Vince McMahon himself saying, what up, my nigga? To John no, ignorant as fuck. No, Bruce, which is, that's, that's so funny that he said, he called said, my nigga to John Cena. Then you had Booker T. <laughs> And then the next year, Booker T, Booker T, wide-eyed Booker T, who I can't stand Booker T because I feel like he's a um, he's a Samuel. Yeah. You know Samuel from Django. I knew you some about. He's a, he's a, he's an enabler in many ways. Yes, he said he's a Colton. He's a Colton. Tell me, he did not just say that. <laughs> I was like, my man just said. I feel like <laughs> Booker's a legend. He's a gold. I think he's uh, he's phenomenal. I just think yeah. that the, so. T- Booker T, Triple H, and Vince, like, just all of them lumped them together. They're all from a different era where all this shit was normalized, whether we liked it or not. Mm. Um, so for me to say that Vince is racist, he's a rich, what, almost... What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? What's good? Here we are. It's another episode of Conversations for the Culture. Uh, I'm super excited for this one. Um, So by the time you guys are listening to this, we've already passed, you know, the weekend. Um, Full disclosure, this is (laughs) pre-recorded. So whatever happens on Monday night, we're not able to talk about it, right? So Maybe or maybe they will not be able to write this ship. But let's get right into it. Um, I'm here with the homie AT, and um, AT is like super dope, creative, brilliant mind, comic book fellow, black comic book nerd, wrestling fan, um, Marvel DC expert, like all of the above. <laughs> How you feeling, man? Now I'm good, man. I'm excited because you just hit a. All the things that I love, right? All you, all you think you didn't say was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then you would have the Vampire all. Slayer. Yeah, you know this could be this 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 could be like a, another podcast in itself. Oh, because there's a there's a market for that for like black people like us. For sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Like you say, I'm a nerd, so I like a lot of a lot of things that I guess would that be considered alternative black? Like I don't know, I don't know. Ooh. Well, we can call it the new black. We can call it the new black pot. The new black podcast. The new black podcast, or the alternative black podcast. Alternative. I mean, I like to go about alternative black black weirdos. I know black weirdos is pretty using a lot of people's companies or whatever. But listen, I'm all of it. I like, I like everything. I love that. I love that. So, for those of you who don't know, today we are going to be talking about some wrestling, right? Okay. We're going to be talking about some wrestling. Um. I grew up with wrestling. I don't know about you, but um, when did you start watching? Like, what are your earliest memories of wrestling? <laughs> My earliest memories, man, honestly, it's one of those things where it was always around the 90s. 
Mm-hmm. So, whether it's like the early 90s with the, the new generation with Brad and like HBK and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Attitude Era hit, and that's when it got extremely popular again. And uh, so, I think that for me, in like 97, I was like, ew, I don't like wrestling. I don't want to watch this shit, but everybody was watching it. But by 99, boy, was I in it? I was in it hard. But the thing is, I got into wrestling because of video games. That's okay. how I got into wrestling. I got into wrestling too because of video games. And my uncle's girlfriend at the time had a son who was obsessed with Sable. Ugh. So my obsession with Sable, my obsession with Sable first. Puppies! <laughs> so I love handprints, baby. So my yeah. obsession was with her first, and she kind of got me into it, and I got to the Rock and Stone Cold and China and DX and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So my earliest memory... My earliest memory. So, like, I've watched, I've, I, I feel like I've watched it forever, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember, now, I, I wasn't like a fanatic back then, but I actually do remember watching Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect. Okay. That was like <clears throat> 93. So, I was a shorty. I was like eight, nine years old, maybe something around there, like seven, seven or eight. But I actually remember that match, right? Mm-hmm. But really, really watching it, watching wrestling, like got got seriously into wrestling was definitely the Attitude Era. Yeah, for sure. Definitely the Attitude Era. I remember, you know, finish, making sure I got home on Mondays, um, <laughs> making sure I got home on Mondays, hurried up, finished my homework, got my homework checked so I could flip back and forth from um, Nitro and Raw. Okay. Because it was, okay. you know, the NWO. Which was super. NWO was so dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had like the New World Order. Then they had like the Latino World Order, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> then they had the Black and Red New World Order. And then obviously over on the um, WWF, now WWE side of things, you had the, you know, DX. Yeah. Um, and then I also remember the games that they had. Remember they had like hella games in um, WWE for a while? Games? I like, mean like just factions. Yeah, but it was almost like game war. If you look at a lot of the, a lot of the old D, uh, WWE stuff, WWF, whichever you want to call it, it was like hella problematic. Like remember they oh, had yeah. the, the gangsters of the site, the um the biker game that was going up against the Nation of Domination, and then they were going up against the Puerto Rican game, um the Los Boricuas. <laughs> that, like, that's hilarious. Yeah, if you really look at it, it was like this is like <laughs> kind of problematic, but we love it. Any, for me, anything between '97 and '98, like that wasn't my my moment. Like anything I know from that time frame, I had to go back and do research on it. Right, um, like on the network. Yeah, not but not even network. Just we'll get into that. How I really got into wrestling. Like, okay, it's one it's one thing to be a fan, but then it's another thing for me to be a smart, like to really be obsessed. So you're wrestling. not. So the Nation of Domination wasn't your thing. So I, obviously I'm aware of him, but that's not when I was watching wrestling. Like I wasn't okay. a fan of The Rock when, when his like first year, two years. Nobody wasn't until, nobody was a fan of well, him. First, yeah, his first year, no, his rookie year is Rocky. My, was it Rocky Maivia? Yeah. But then, um, but he, you know, but again, once like the end of '98, beginning of '99, that's when I started kind of okay. going to it. about 2000, bro. That shit was life. Like, oh, so you were so much attitude era. You're more ruthless aggression no because i said 99 attitude era was 97 to 02 so I've, i'm pretty much 99 okay. to 2002 okay, okay. so you started um, of it 
No, I mean, I was... Well, Ruthless Aggression was like, what, 04? Yeah, about 04. When because that's when the class of uh that's when the OVW class came in. Well, I would say that it ended with the brand split. So I mean, when it started, yeah, it ended with the brand split. So once they changed the brand split and they turned into WWE, that's when the ruthless aggression era came in. Um, but the Attitude Era was only five years. And so while while I wasn't watching it religiously in 97, 98, I'm saying 99, I was watching like religiously, but I was still keeping up with wrestling throughout the whole time. Yeah, and you knew the NWO, like you knew all of that. It just wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. you weren't watching it. I wasn't that religiously, but by the time like beginning of 2000 hit into 99 or whatever, that's when I was all in. But again, like I said, the video game. So even though I wasn't necessarily watching the product, I was in all the games. Gotcha. Uh, So I knew all the characters anyway. Uh, Even before Attitude Era, I was playing like, I forgot the name of it. It's the wrestling game with like... No Mercy. Oh no, we'll we'll get into that. But no, it was... That's the greatest wrestling game ever made. I'm glad you said that because, yes. But no, it was uh, the new generation. Um... With like Don't Clown, Bret Hart, the earlier Undertaker, um, like what, but it was like it was like a Mortal Kombat. It was like a fighting game, but it was restless. I forgot the name of it. Ah, I know what you were. I know what you're talking about. It was real. Arcade-ish. I mean, yeah, it was it was arcade, or maybe that's what it was. Yeah, WWE I remember arcade. what you're talking about. I don't know, but either way, that was my shit. Um, but again, I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, but I knew the games and the characters. Um, but let's see, WWF Warzone. <laughs> Um, WWF attitude, um, kind of got me into it. But bro, okay. once WrestleMania 2000 came out, I was all in. But then okay. No Mercy, and I like WCW, like NWO Revenge, etc. They were good too. I like but, those because when you clicked on a wrestler, they would talk to you. Like they would shoot a real quick promo, and then you like yeah. every, you know every time you were like in the creator, not create, but like the pick the wrestler uh, screen. Like when yeah. you hovered over one, they would talk to you. So like Scott Hall would be like, yeah, hey, I mean, <laughs> it was cool. But no, so the WCW games were cool. Uh, but then again, 2000 was dope. But then No Mercy just kind of blew everything out the water at that time. Um, I was obsessed with No Mercy, brother. That shit was fire. Um, <sighs> That's a good one. And I think it's still up to this day the best wrestling game of all time. Hands down. H- hands down. And with hands number two, down. Man, here comes the pain. Let's put it out there. I like Here Comes the Pain. It was cool. That was a good one. Nah, Here Comes the Pain changed the game, but I put a number two to No Mercy. Um, and you mentioned WCW with the game. The thing is, I wasn't really never a fan of WCW. Okay. Again, I, played, I played the game, but I was never a fan. Unfortunately for me. I was a fan of WCW, but I was a fan of the NWO. Got you. Well, unfortunately for me, I didn't get into WCW until like their last year, so 2001. Okay. And then by uh, that time, the NWO was, was just like, like everybody yeah. was in it. <laughs> yeah. And by then, actually, WCW was about to get bought out by WWE. So I was yeah. obsessed with WCW at the tail end of it. Um, in, the same, in the same vein, I was also starting to learn about ECW. But the thing is, I couldn't watch ECW because it wasn't really on TV. It wasn't easy all. access to it. Um, but yeah, man, late 90s, bro, I was in all, I was all in. All in. I love it. I love it. Did you ever have any like toys? Um, yeah, so like by time not a lot, but okay. By the time, let me see. In 2000, my grandmother bought me, I don't know why, but she the goat. She bought me we was in Minneapolis at the Mall of America, and I got a uh a Deborah action figure, Deborah with Jeff Jarrett. And I got <laughs> and she got me a Jacqueline uh action figure. Um and I'm pretty sure I had other ones, but those are two that I remember the most because they were the only girls that I had. Oh, yeah, so, right. 
So All right, Deborah and Miss Jacqueline. Jacqueline, I love that. I love that. Shout yeah, out to because yeah, yeah. today we're talking about black wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Jacqueline, right? Yeah, I feel like Jacqueline was one of the ones when I look back, I think Jacqueline was one of the ones that really stood out when it comes to black female wrestlers, especially during that time. She was don't it was just like pretty much it was just her, right? It yeah. was her. Um, <clears throat> you had um, Jazz. For a while, mm-hmm. but the jazz was a little bit after Jacqueline. Well, I think Jackie was out since the 80s. I think early 90s or 80s. Yeah, Jacqueline got she old school. Yeah. So. <laughs> so by the time she even got to WWE, she was already like she was already a vet. Already well known. She was already well known. Right. Um in all the promotions in Texas and so forth. Um and Jazz was the one she was inspired by Jackie. Yeah. Um, so why I never saw Jazz in ECW, I was aware of her through the games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love jazz too, man. She actually mm-hmm. followed me on Instagram. I don't know how, but well, uh, she follows you. But she followed me on Instagram. <laughs> Real quick, flex the clothing line. Um, Kings Rise. We were followed by Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Oh, and both yeah. of them. Yeah, because you know she wore she rocked some of our gear before. Oh, um, word. Yeah, they they rocked the uh, Black Love Matter shirts. Now, granted, they didn't do it on TV, but I mean, it was still dope. That's fire. Yeah, this was NXT Bianca, so like okay, she's way bigger now, of course, and we'll get into that. She's way bigger, but no, the both of them are cool. But so, look, I just watched um the Blood Money pay per view, (laughs) okay. Um, for those of you who aren't listening, every year WWE chooses to go to Saudi Arabia for a huge paycheck, like twice a year. Um, (laughs) say what you want about that. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they they go. So uh, they had their pay per view this last weekend. Uh, to, um, Saturday. Um, it was called the Elimination Chamber. Uh, it's a pay per view that they usually do every year, but this year they did it in um, they did it in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So shout out to them. I guess that's a shout out to them. You notice certain people didn't show weren't there. Like that's why Sami Zayn won the title on SmackDown because. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been that they, they probably had that pencil in for the show, but Sammy doesn't do Saudi because he's like they don't want him there. Why don't I want him there? Um, because of his um ethnic slash religion. You know, Sammy's um is he Jewish? No, 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 no. He's Sammy's Muslim, but um give me a second to figure out where exactly he's from because like he's born in Canada in Canada, he's born in Canada. <laughs> but uh he's from syria that's where his uh his origin is syria okay and saudi and syria they aren't like you know they're they're what's it called one they're they're be they're feuding <laughs> they're feuding so yeah um but since the saudi show to me is always kind of problematic but tonight's show or today's show was for me it was extra problematic because we saw Brock Lesnar, once again, Bruh. pull a belt off of a black wrestler. So those of you who don't know, Brock Lesnar is the beast, the beast incarnate, the the one in 21 and one, blah, 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 right? Like, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. Like Nobody takes anything away from that. And I actually like this version of Brock Lesnar the best since he made his first return when he uh, – went up against John Cena, right? So this version, this iteration of Brock Lesnar is my favorite since like prior to him leaving the company the first time. However, 
Uh, Brock Lesnar has been pretty much anytime he comes back, he just gets put in the title match <laughs> and he tends to win these title matches, right? Um, uh, so he beat Kofi Kingston in under what 10 seconds? It, it was it was whack. Okay, he beat Kofi Kingston in another 10 seconds. Big E, another black champion. Um, he beat them pretty easily. He it was it was his light work. He lost his belt. Um, and then he lost his belt. Yeah, he lost his belt. Mm-hmm. And then tonight or today, he beat Bobby Lashley without actually pinning Bobby. <laughs> without pinning Which, Bobby Lashley, I'm open. I'm hoping it to the storyline. I'm hoping. That I hope has, so. It has to because. He's not going to be like, he didn't get, he didn't lose fair and square. He, no, he had to leave the match because of concussion protocol. Now, do you think that was real? Do you think it was a real concussion? Nah, because I don't think so. But either way, it was made him look weak, in my opinion. That was weak as fuck. Okay. Especially for somebody who you've been building up as like this monster, right? So you yeah. spent these last months building this guy up to be this monster just to have him not even get into the match. He never got into the match. So, this leads me to my next point. So, first of all, when we look at the WWE title, would you say that the WWE title is the most, quote-unquote, prestigious title? Um, It still has the most prestigious history. You know, the most but prestigious say, history. Because it's the yeah. universal title right now because of the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Right? But if Roman had it, it would be prestige too. So Yes. And Roman, it's not black. But we still love him. Sometimes I say Simones are black adjacent. Um, like, yo, here's the thing. The, the Usos, you can't tell me they're not black, bro. You can't tell me they're not black. I don't care. Like They're I black they're adjacent. Not, they're I call black, them black man. adjacent. They, they black. They brown. I don't care. <laughs> like the whole thing, the rock ain't black. Yo, Simones are black too. I don't care. Like, But they're not, they're not black. But, you know. I mean, he's biracial. You know, he's biracial. You know what? Black. He black. You know, we have different politics on that because I don't think Obama's black. So, oh my God, this, let's not make this podcast about that because I ain't like that comment. That's but cool. it's my it's it's my podcast, so um, that's crazy. <laughs> I that. He's biracial. The big and and then we'll move on from this. There's nothing wrong with being biracial. It's not, but we pick and choose. Because Obama can't. No, we don't. I don't pick and choose any biracial person. I say they're biracial. Because Obama, the way the same way, okay, boom, the same way Obama people are like, oh, he's black, right? If Obama came out here and said, I'm white, y'all would drag the hell out of him. But because he says he's black, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he wanted to, if he said, oh, no, no, I'm white, then people would be like, oh, he doesn't, he's not in tune with his blackness. So I just keep it at their biracial. And in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with being biracial. Embrace both sides of you. It's not unless they identify as black. And then you say they're biracial, they say no, like, Okay, then don't get mad when a black person identifies a biracial person or whatever you want to call them identifies as white. No, you yeah, kind of can. That's not how this country works. How no, works. see you double you no. double standard. No, it's you can't say oh I'm white and then I'm black. It's two different ways. People will not perceive you the same. But anyway, anyways, that's not about Brock What's up, Culture Hollicks? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, 
And let's get back to the show. <laughs> so the WWE title has been held by very few black people. Kofi Kingston, Biggie, Bobby Lashley, and for your sake, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's not for my sake. That's what they say. So. Um, yeah, okay. Anyways, that's four people in how many years? How many decades? Over 60. Then you take the big gold belt, right? The World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. That's no longer around. You have Booker T, correct? Mm-hmm. You have Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? Oh, Farouk. No. Yeah. Ron Simmons. Yep. If you're counting the WCW history of that belt as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because Booker won it in WCW too, so. But Booker um, won the big gold belt in WWE as well. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he didn't win the WWE title. He only won the big gold belt. Yeah, I was just saying, like, Booker T, he won in both companies. Right. So uh, Booker yeah. T and Mark Henry in WWE slash WWF. And then you go with the ECW reboot title with Bobby Lashley. But nobody cared and, about that. And Ezekiel Jackson, I think. He's the, he I think he was the last one. Is that was that his name? I think he was the last person to win, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know he had it. I didn't know he won that. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even count the ECW titles all. Yeah, that's what so because nobody knew about the like no like we wasn't paying attention to ECW, the reboot ECW. So I, I wasn't. You look at all of the years that the WWE has been around and you look at the very few black champions. Do you feel like that's a problem? Absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a problem, but at the same time, we haven't had that many black megastars in the first place. So I think the bigger problem is that they don't build up black talent. Okay, because I was about to say, there hasn't been black megastars, but why? Because they don't build mm-hmm. them to be megastars. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, that's true too. I think now we have way more than we've ever had. But even yeah, thing, now, twenty twenty two. Now I mean, you know, just even back then, I think about it like moving from the attitude era uh, up to ruthless aggression. Like how many black stars did we have um, that were main event material? Shelton Benjamin. I mean, yeah, I, I would consider. I still think he should get the fucking title. I it's think, yo, I think, I, no, I, it'll never it happen. For Bobby, it wasn't, wasn't slave for Bobby. Like I really think that you know. I think Shelton deserves a run with the title. It's never, never happening. Look what he's he's jobbing out on main event. <laughs> Untelevised. He's, he's jobbing out on main event. Untelevised dark matches against T-Bar. No, I mean, no, I, I get it. I'm just saying I think that he, he deserves a run. Oh, I agree. I think and then let, let's, talk, let's look at some of the people who they've mishandled, right? So, yeah. Bearcat Keith Lee. Bro. I'm just happy he not. In, I'm just happy he gone. I'm happy he's in AEW. Like I'm happy because that was trash. What were they thinking? What was the reasoning behind doing that? It's like this is Bearcat Black Talent. Yeah, I mean I understand. I understand the reference, the Bearcat yeah. reference, but why would they change it? Like what made them think? Like yeah, that shit gonna slap. Like that shit gonna. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like why? No. What do you think about Ricochet? Are they misusing uh, Ricochet? Just roof. Just be clear. I started back up watching. I've always kept up with uh, wrestling, but I didn't mm-hmm. really start getting back into the new generation until 19. And I was following Becky Lynch. But to okay. be real with you, Ricochet is one of the reasons why I really stuck around as well. Like, okay. he blew my mind away. I'm like, yo, this guy's fire. But I think that um they, they also mishandled him. 
Mm-hmm. Now I've seen things people talking about his um he's a great high flyer, a great wrestler, but his charisma is kind of lacking in his oh, mic work. Ter- and that's what they so, say about Shelton Benjamin. So like Oh, absolutely. Yes, they can't talk. Yeah, they can't talk. But you know, and that's what but I don't think that's the, the end of someone's character development. That's when you have a, a, a mouthpiece. Um the mouthpiece doesn't person doesn't always have to be a monster, but having someone Ooh. talk for him, it works. Like yes. you know, so Bobby, he can't, he could be a monster, but he's not a Brock Lesnar type monster, you know, he's not Roman Reigns type monster. But, um, Shelton did have his mom, he did have Mama Shelton, he had Mama Shelton. So, that's <laughs> what I'm so in black wrestling now. So, when we talk about wrestling, right, and over the years, that's why I kind of like the Bobby Lash. Bobby Lashley is black, right, mm-hmm. but he's not a Look at me, I'm a black wrestler. You get what I'm saying? Like he's a wrestler who happens to be black, but his character is not just out here. He's not rapping. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. running around backstage stealing TVs. <laughs> he's not talking like in a preacher's voice. Um, he's not yeah. break dancing. And that's what we've seen a lot in the past about yeah. <laughs> you know, black wrestlers. It's like, oh. Go out there and dance. Look what they did with Brodus Clay. It was like mm-hmm. they were building up, they were building him up to like debut as this like monster, right? And then he came out as the Funkasaurus and he was, <laughs> he was shucking and jiving. Oh my God. He was shucking and jiving. So do you think, and this isn't just with black wrestlers. Um, and granted, they've they've brighted the ship a little bit within the WWE, but do you think that? They've definitely been pretty racist in the way that they handle my, their minority race uh, wrestlers. Hell yeah! <laughs> like overall, I think that most ethnic wrestlers or whatever, like the uh, the caricatures, were pretty bad. The only ones that actually worked in someone's favor was Eddie Guerrero. And even Lee. him at one it point, worked. even him at one point, it was semi-offensive. It, it was, but what I'm saying is that's the only gimmick that I can think of where. Being stereotypical ended up actually working. Got like, you. Latino mm-hmm. heat and like we last heat still. I think Light that shit was still. I think it's I think it's amazing. <laughs> but this, I can't think of any other type things. Oh, well, I want I'm about to say Samoans, but that's actually more of a ritual, and we appreciate that. Um that's, that's kind of expressing the culture. Actually. Some of the stuff is like the newer Samoans, yeah. yes. But some of like this, I'm glad they've gotten away from like the savage Samoan, right? Like okay. Like the head, um, um, like Roman's dad. Um, can't think of their names right now. Um, the Usos? Huh? Roman and the Usos, the bloodline. Yeah, no, Roman's dad. Oh, okay. Was one of I, oh they were called like the Wild Samoans. If you go back on the network and look at them up, and they were like eat. They. I. Uh, but back then, okay, so during that era, yeah, everyone was <laughs> a big caricature of. Yes. No matter if you're white, black, everyone was just ignorant. So yes. So then the Usos, I was so happy though when the Usos switched to like yeah. their current, like this right here is them. Whether, you know, and they're not doing the. <laughs> well, that was kind of borderline. I don't know. But <laughs> good job. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm These Usos resonate with me a lot more than the pain. I, you, I love pieces. them, man. Yeah. I love my brown brethren. Who else? And then you had obviously you had Crime Time back in the day, who were literally. I never liked them. <laughs> never. 
He would even come out there. He'd be like, yo, 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 yo. I mean, R.I.P. the good brother, but I hated them, and I hated them even more after what happened with Lita, bro. I never forgiven them for what they did to Lita. I mean, WWE. Throwing her, I just hated it. Throwing her, yeah, that was just that was all. It was bad. I'm glad that Lita's been able to come back and kind of right the wrongs of the past. I mean, yeah, I, I I agree, and I'm happy. I'm a big fan of Lita. I was really really happy to see her wrestle um in the show. Do you think this is her the last that we've seen of her in the ring? I don't think so, because I mean, reason why I don't think so is because one, she already said that she still has a little more in her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she did also like she had a lot of in her though tonight. No, I mean, but that was the first. That was the first single match in. True, like, true, true. Years. It was just like you could tell when your favorites. Because she's one of my favorites, so I'll start yeah. off by saying that. But you could tell when there's like, oh yeah, they're they're kind of slower. Like when CM Punk first came back. His first month, <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to work. He was getting gassed like three minutes in. Yeah. yeah you know, you, you like if you're not used to doing something, you got to work your way back up to it. So with Lita, I think that although Trish Stratus wasn't like that, but she stayed no, fit. No, Trish Stratus was like, but Trish Stratus also is a fitness person. That's what I'm saying. So she was already ready to go. Um, but with Lita, I do think that um, she was a little slow paced. But honestly, I was more, uh, I was more a little irritated with Becky performance to be honest i wasn't there was a lot i wasn't sure if it was Lita's fault or becky's fault but there was a lot of botching moments where becky the fell like she didn't fall in a good time she kind of flipped you want a hot take about becky becky's the worst out of the four horsemen i I, listen i don't want i ain't gonna say the worst i'm just saying she is i think the least talented out of the four horsemen i think i know certain words you don't like so i won't say worse I'm not gonna say, I, I don't think she's horrible. What I will say is, though, regarding the four horsewomen, I think regarding regarding wrestling, like skills, I think Becky, the others are better than Becky. Yeah. Now, when it comes to mic work, she's I prefer Becky. Bailey, and then I put Becky. Yes, Bailey and Becky. Because, um, okay, here we go. Black wrestler. I love her. She's my favorite, right? Okay. My two top women right now, actually, my three top women, none of them can talk, actually. You mean... Like let's, three. Let's, when I'm talking about I'm talking about skills inside the ring. I'm talking about charisma, not mic charisma, but just overall charisma. Their look, the mm-hmm. feel, the electricity in the room when they walk in. It's three of them, right? Okay. Number one, Sasha Banks. I love I love Sasha Banks. I call her I call her Cardi Banks, right? <laughs> right. I love Cardi Banks. Uh, <laughs> Cardi Banks. Every time Sasha comes out, like she's the most leaving this. Returning this person I've ever seen. <laughs> She's had like 20 returns in the past three years. But just listen to the crowd. Every time uh, Sasha comes back, the crowd goes crazy. They love her. Yep. Her mic skills? Ugh. She's my least favorite when it comes to mic skills with the four horsewomen. She's my Bianca. Love Bianca. <laughs> Baby girl's mic skills just be like, ugh. And I don't know if that's the character that they want her to make of like, oh, I'm just glad to be here. Like I'm living out my dream. I've heard I've heard people say that about Bianca. I I don't think she's bad in the mic at all. I don't I think her character is, is uh, I don't think she's bad in the mic at all. I, th- I like her more than Sasha. Oh, I think well, yeah, she's how she puts out. I think she's way more authentic in like how she speaks. I think it I think it flows. I don't think it's forced. Okay. Um I don't think I'm not gonna say she's fluid. And she's a word player. She has wordsmith, but uh, I think she's fine on the, on the mic. Um, 
But then there's people like Bailey, who I think is fire. I think Bailey is beyond charismatic, and she's a beast in the ring. And he'll <laughs> kill Bailey because I didn't like Bailey when she was hugging. I didn't like her promos then. She was cute, but Hillbilly is a beast. Yes, and that's why I say that I put B okay, boom. I put the way that Bianca is presented right now, I put her in that same stratosphere of what Bailey was when Bailey was a good guy when it comes to the mic, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, okay. But when okay. when Bailey started doing that heel work, I was like, yo, this chick is a beast on the mic. Mm-hmm. She's a beast on the mic. And then my so- third one. My third one is the nightmare, Rhea Ripley. Like, okay. Rhea's look, like, she's, <laughs> her look is crazy. Even what she had on today um, <laughs> in the Saudi show, like, she came out there. I'm like, this girl's a star. She's a star. And then watching her go, what, over an hour on Raw last week in that um, gauntlet match. I'm like, yo, she's a beast. She's a star, but she can't talk. I can't. You might be right. I can't think of any promo work that she's done. I love her. I think she's dope. I love her, but it's and I know it's the accent that kind of hurts her as well. But Drew has an accent and he makes it work. He has a look, but he's. I mean, like, but again, he has a look of what a star should look like. But he just she does too. I agree. Like all the she when you make Charlotte look kind of small. Cause Charlotte's a um, a giant, so when she you is. when you make Charlotte look small, that no, that means you're a big you a big you a big girl, you yeah. a big girl. <sighs> I mean, she's pretty big in terms of like, I think Charlotte's actually still taller, but I think Rhea has like the yeah she got the side mass, like the, the side the mass. Look yes. yeah yeah she got the mass she got the but mass. yeah yeah, but no I mean I guess your top three can't talk. Do you, how you feel about uh, Charlotte though? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was on brand. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, she's talented. But like I had texted you earlier, I would love to see them highlight some of these other women. There's so many women that they could be highlighting, and it's always the belt is always on Charlotte. It's always mm-hmm. on Bailey, Becky, and Sasha. Yeah, and that's cool. But eventually, you're going to. Because Beck Sasha is going to be the. I feel Sasha's out of. She, Sasha's gone. Um, she she's barely a full time wrestler now. Um, Sasha's gone in the next two to three years, because she's going to be getting more movie roles, TV roles, all of that. So, you got to start having. I think that's the what's wrong with the WWE is they have no plan for the future. Yeah, they just get on one person. And they ride it to the wheels fall off. We're seeing that I mean, now with Roman. I love the tribal chief. Lo- yeah, I love it. But, but <laughs> like, but. there's nobody. There's literally nobody who comes off as believable of nope. taking his belt from him, unless they go ahead and they build up Braun Breaker out of NXT, which I feel like that's what they're doing. Well, first of all, I like that mother. Yo, Braun is dope. I, I, I I'm all behind Braun Breaker, bro. I am. <laughs> But I, I don't think that they should even do that to him. They can't rush him. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, Roman's probably not going to lose his belt anytime soon. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would hope so. I would love for them to, they probably won't do this though, but I would love for them to just have Roman lose his belt, have him go away for a little while, and come back so we can stop paying for the him and versus the Rock. 
Like that's what I want to see. Well, you also that's- have to realize this. Roman also has Hollywood aspirations. He's yeah. openly talked about it. And he said that he's happy with what he's doing now because he doesn't know how many more years he's going to be around. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, the thing. He looked huh? he look like, look like a model. He got the look. He yeah, like, he, he looked like, like Jason Momoa. The, him and Jason Momoa got that same <laughs> that same look. <laughs> they, they do kind of got the same look. But my thing is, I'm just trying to figure out how are they going to drag our Roman for the next year to get ready for him versus the Rock in Hollywood. Like I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna drag that storyline. I just, I just well, we're don't speculating too. We're speculating that the Rock in Hollywood is a thing. I guess. I mean, I can't back it up right now, but I know when they wasn't it supposed to be in Hollywood this this year, but then they had to postpone or something like that. Every yeah, everything got pushed back because of COVID. Mm. No, I'm just saying anything. We don't know what's gonna happen, right? Um, I just don't man, see speculation, but come on, man. Hollywood and The Rock and versus we all want to see that him versus The Rock. Yeah, but it depends on The Rock. The Rock, whatever they're paying him, isn't enough for The Rock to go in there and get hurt like he did last WrestleMania and have to push back his whole entire <laughs> filming. Rock has like five, six, seven, eight movies he's filming a year right now, and Hercules got pushed back because he went in there and tore his abs, his abs. In that match with John Cena, mm-hmm. Hercules, fuck out of here. But no, that's what you, but it's money. Like the studios, that's the problem. The studios, like The Rock, has to have insurance. You know, they they take out insurance on themselves for different stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you could ruin a whole entire movie if you're the star of the movie and you get hurt. Got you. But I mean, I would love to see Rock versus Roman. Um, I'm just not gonna bank on it too much, just because. You know, we in wrestling, they had Cody Rhodes coming back tonight or today, and that didn't happen. Who I, I hear nothing about that. I heard All about the wrestling. Dirt they said Cody Rhodes, um, Dave Meltzer, Sean Rassap. They didn't say that he was coming back. They were like Cody Rhodes was seen on inter- leaving um the United States on an international flight. Got you. Well, I don't know about that. I just know that yeah. he is in talks for him to be uh at WrestleMania. That's what I heard. But that's why I mentioned the Miz because the Miz mentioned having a partner who was already worldwide famous, etc. Already a wrestling, whatever. We I don't want to see. Yeah. It don't make sense. I don't want to no, see. Either. It doesn't but make sense at all. Why would you leave somewhere to, nah. to party with Miz to fight the Mysterios? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but whatever they do with Cody, I hope it hope is uh, I hope it's well because AEW is you know still on the up up and coming and. Couple comments and so yeah. let's talk about that because people have a lot of smoke for AEW and not having um black rep quote unquote black representation, right? Yeah. Um, even though we just talked about we literally can count on the number on our hands how many black wrestlers have held the top title in the WWE and they've been around mm-hmm. forever, decades, generations, right? Um, and <laughs> AEW is what four years old, five years old? No, it's definitely less than that. Yeah. So I'm being generous, like three years, right? Three years, yeah. Okay. And so there are people are mad that there hasn't been a person of ethnic descent who's been the champion, the heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's probably about to be. It's actually, I think, not even three years just yet. But anyway, um, I mean, my, I really enjoy AEW. Uh, I know mm-hmm. when Big Swole said what she said. Uh, I don't think she's being, like, malicious or Ill, Ill-intended, but... Um, <laughs> But she what? can't wrestle though. That, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Not, not, 
<laughs> like this is my thing because there were black people being pushed. Will Powerhouse Hobbs is a huge part of their program of their show. Yeah, it's like and Jade Cargill, huge. Yo, the rookie of the year at this point. Right, and to a certain extent, they've even pushed Scorpio Sky. To a certain extent, in the beginning, it did. So, but come on now, Big Swole can't work. Got you. That's like Darren Young coming out here and be like, "Oh, the WWE didn't push me because I was black and I was gay." Is he black though, or is he biracial? But anyway, I'm, I'm going by what I'm you just, say. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. But no, uh, that's not why Darren. So, I mean, pushed. Darren Young couldn't work. He just he was in tag team, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so I mean, regarding AEW and how they handle black wrestlers, honestly, I feel like they have they have so many talent, which is why a lot of contracts are, are being you know expired soon. Mm-hmm. But they have a lot of talent overall, and everyone just can't get TV time. But regarding the black wrestlers, I think that they have been giving black wrestlers some shine. The only issue is that they don't have black wrestlers in the main event. But again, oh, it's yeah. only been like two years so and a lot of the white uh a lot of the main eventers are white but he's also established stars with a big fan base so if you're a company huh. that you just started of course you're going to put the titles on like the biggest stars in the, in the game chris jericho established yeah. star a legend valley hall of famer top 10 dead or alive well yeah. not top 10 currently but i'm talking about <laughs> career-wise yeah um, moxley like john moxley mm-hmm Kenny Omega, world-renowned star. Um, yep. Who else held the top title? Uh, Heyman, Adam Page, right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's an up-and-comer? Who they built up from the ground up. Um, got you. Then you have people in those programs like your CM Punks, yep. your Daniel Bryan. Like everybody's been people who are established. Let's stop. Yep. Let's stop. Let's For not decades at this point. Let's yeah. So, so my so my view is like so it makes sense that they have these people winning the titles. The thing is. Um, black people and other people of color as well are also still shining throughout the product. So you had Nyla Rose who won the women's title. You got Jay Cargill now who has been, the moment she arrived, the entire year, they are building this girl up. They and put her also, with Shaq. <laughs> yes. debut, they put her with Shaq who's a huge, who's a, he's not a wrestling star, but Shaq is, when they put you with wrestling in general, when they put you yeah. with a crossover star, that means they believe in you. Yeah. Well, I mean, on her debut, I believe in her. I think that again, the thing is, people are that people get on Jay Cargill for and saying she's green and she can't wrestle. The thing is, she's only been in the game really for like a year and some change. So, and it's it's not like she was training off TV, no, she's training on TV Mm -hmm. and we're watching every week or every other week or whatever as she continues to grow her character and her skills. So, she's going to be some green trash or whatever right now, but eventually, I hope. And she becomes a beast because Jay is uh, a character I've never really seen before. Like she's really, really different and unique to me. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm banging on her, man. I hope she continues to skyrocket and then like really kill it because she has also mainstream appeal. Thunder Rosa, another one. She's not black, but she's you know Latina. Thunder mm-hmm. Rosa. Um, you already mentioned Nyla Rose, who's black and a member Real. of the transgender community. Like, th- yep. if that's not representation, I don't know what it is. And I remember mm-hmm. AEW even took flack for that because they're like, oh, that's, you know how people are. And <laughs> yeah, don't forget Sunny Kiss. 
Now, although he has an implant, Sunny Kiss because they don't. But I'm saying, they, they don't. They they don't use Sunny Kiss at least not on the main TV. Right. But they still hired him and gave him a spot. He's still he's still seen on like the dark and elevation. They've given but, him a spot that other people haven't. I give you that. Yes, I'm saying. I'm saying they also call Flack for uh, signing yeah. him as well. And look, his his contract expires soon. But will they resign him? We don't know. Let's see. I don't see. Oh, WWE he heard though. I don't know. I don't see WWE signing him. No, it's my AEW re-signing him. Oh, no. If, <laughs> I can see him going to Impact, though. I can see that, too. Yeah, in the way. What's good? What's good, everybody? I am Micah Butler, the owner of Kings Arise Clothing. Yo, we are back, and we are back in a major way. Check it out. We provide clothes that speak. All of our pieces speak to the black experience. It is my job to uplift and empower the black community by providing clothes that speak. So check it out. I want you to go to the website right now. It's Black History Month, so there's no better time for you to go ahead and support a black-owned business. But not just a black-owned business, but a black-owned business that gives back to the community. Yes, we give back to the community, whether it's feeding programs, whether it's back-to-school events, whether it's just us pouring into the lives of our community here in Chicago, Illinois, we are committed to doing that. So check it out. Stop what you're doing. Go to www.kingsarise.com. That's www.kingsarise.com and tap into what we're doing. Thank you. And we are going back to the show. Going to the main roster like they really do, man. I'm afraid to see what happens when this. I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I'm afraid for when they break up the street profits. So, well, we, we already know what's up with that. I am a big fan of Montez. I love. Montez. I mean, I like, I like I like both, but I see Montez's future. Like, I could if they do it well, he he'll can be actually the be the solo. Black... He'll finally be the black superstar they've been looking for. Montez has it, bro. He has it. Okay, you just said something there. We're gonna get to that, but yeah. Before we get to that, D'Angelo, right? Okay. Is that his name? Small, yeah, his tag team? Yeah. Yeah. Does he, it, can oh, he Angelo. keep a job without Montez, without being in the Street Profits? So, uh, so the other thing is, with Angelo, I think that he's a big man. Yeah. So I think they could actually do something with him. But in terms of, it's always a situation when you have a tag team, it's always the one that stands out. It's <coughs> always the Beyonce. Um, and I yeah, think but like, sometimes I, so like Edge and Christian, right? Obviously, Edge is the superstar, but Christian still held his own. He wasn't like a forgotten person. He had to leave and come back, though. True. He had to leave and come back to get that. True. But, um, same thing with like Jeff was the star of, of the Hardys. Matt had to leave and they come back to get even more respect. Still didn't get the the big title. Well, Matt though. actually had more <clears throat> early on. He had more success early on. I always remember Jeff being the, the because you like Jeff better. We like Jeff better. But as far as titles, no, Matt was, was getting like version two point. Like Matt was getting titles. He mm-hmm. wasn't getting the main title, of course. But Matt was successful at first. Got gotcha. until that Lita and Edge stuff happened. Which I actually worked in stable for a little while until it didn't. Um, <clears throat> damn. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I think uh, Angelo would do well. 
if they try to push his character. But again, my Montez is the the lead leader of the group. They gotta get him out them basketball. Short. Like I can't take him serious. I hate them damn things, bro. <laughs> it's almost on par with MVP's cat suit. I just I don't like him. <laughs> that that he hands down has some of the worst gear in the in in wrestling. I was like, right bro, with, what's his terrible gear too? Keith Lee got some terrible gear. He does. It, it was even, it was pretty bad when he was beer cat. Vince <laughs> <laughs> is like, yo, put a shirt on, bro. We don't want to see that shit. Um. Well, you know, Vince hates fat people. Like so far, because look at what he does with Kevin. Kevin Owens always has to wear a t-shirt. I never realized he used to not wear a t-shirt. I don't know. When when he was prior to WWE, he didn't. But Vince okay. Vince doesn't like. That look, you know, Vince likes strong muscles, yeah. sweaty men. Brock's okay, and Bobby's, huh? I said, okay, Vince. <laughs> Brock's and Bobby's. That's who like that's like just look at the people who like come in. Like, granted, they may end up not getting a push after a while because like they can't wrestle. But if you come in with that physique, like he's gonna mm-hmm. shoot you to the moon. That's why I'm surprised um EC3 didn't work out. Okay. Because EC3. Had the look that Vince likes, yeah. but he got him on. Got to be muscular. You got to be over six two. You got to be yeah, like almost pretty good, handsome looking fella. Yeah, it's... which is why Leo Rush never lasted. Which is why he didn't get to push that because Leo's a beast in the ring. A beast but... in the ring and the beast on the mic. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, that's true. Leo's a beast he got on the mic. Bobby over because if you remember, Bobby mm-hmm. was not over at all. They were they were a good parent. Yeah, the man of like power. <laughs> like he got Bobby over like crazy. No, he did. They were solid. They were dope. Um, and then obviously, unfortunately, you know, Leo had his Bobby issues. as well. MVP saved Bobby again. Yeah. So Bobby needs a mouthpiece for sure. Yeah, he definitely needs a mouthpiece. I mean, he's better than most. But, yeah, but when he, I knew he that, he needs definitely needs a mouthpiece. Is when Brock Lesnar ate him up in the ate his ass up. <laughs> And that's why we like the new Brock Lesnar. That's why we like him because he's Brock is doing way more speaking too. Um, but think I think the thing with Bobby is he is his voice is not really intimidating. Like his his appearance can be, but his voice is not really intimidating. So he's like Mike Tyson. This is true. Mike yeah. Tyson's voice is not intimidating at all. No, but they look like just their look is so intense and but then they talk and it's like oh kind of like there's a lot of people like that anderson silva is another one i remember uh watching anderson silva just destroy people in the ufc and then when i heard him speak he has a very soft voice and i was like oh didn't expect didn't expect that yeah but then there's just no but there's no career and that's what that's what i was which is strange to me right because you would think that black wrestlers, and maybe this is just me being stereotypical, but you would think that black wrestlers would inherently already have the most charisma and the most swag and the most yeah. mic skills. Well, the thing though, just just me just thinking about this, like there is mm-hmm. someone like Bobby Lashley, and based on what I know about Bobby, because I could be wrong, is one, he's a military guy, and two, he seems like the kind of black guy to go around more like white people. <laughs> and, and we all, and it's not a bad thing per se, but no, we know we, we know those wrestlers that come in. Shelton Benjamin to me is the same way. Now, on the other side of it, then we have people like the New Day, right? So it's uh, it's a difference. So it's a difference with like Big E. You, you know his black ass from the South. 
What you talking about? Go you get know. this chicken wings. <laughs> Kofi, you can tell that he was around is a little more diverse. Right. Right. Well, you know, he's from Ghana, so that's the African, African black. But no, but, but he still, but he 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 grew up in America. But yeah, what I was saying, Ghanaian families, like how Kofi is, that makes sense for how like African families in America are. Yep, 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 yep. And then we got the king. And I feel like he grew up around white people, so I don't know. Yes, like he just like you could tell, but isn't he still, a Harvard graduate too? I don't know. I, I believe he's yeah. I believe he said he went to one of them schools, Harvard or Yale. I, I I believe it, but you could tell that he grew up around like with a lot of white people, right? But he's still he's still charismatic as fuck though. But what did you think about the do you are you a fan of the new day? I am, y'all. I actually okay. really am. Have you I always understand. been a fan of the uh, New Day? Well, I didn't, I've always been aware of them, but I wasn't watching constantly. But when I saw like really watching it, like finally watching it hardcore, I love them. I think they're dope, and I think I'm more. I like them mostly because one, I relate to them on a nerd level. Mm -hmm. I love their podcast when I was listening to it. Um, but there's a whole bunch of black boy joy. Man. I just love seeing black men being able to have fun and being their geeky selves. Like, you know, you we've, we've had a lot of corn black men but they're not that many happy black men that come through the wwe so it just made me happy man not that many happy black men okay i can see that i do like this i like them they're cool they're a little silly at times you know bootios uh, yeah bootios <laughs> and pancakes and... <laughs> I, I like the pancake thing still don't <laughs> Like but, it's it's know. corny, but the kids love it. So shout out to the kids who love it. I am glad that they dropped the preacher gimmick that they first started off with. Yeah. But do you think they're going to um disband them? You you feel that coming, or do you believe the rumors? No. I mean, yeah, they showed you that they want they're better together. Vince doesn't. I I, don't, I feel like Vince doesn't really believe in them separately. Okay. Um. That's why I remember Big E got drafted and then they just moved him back, randomly moved him back and put him back in the tag team. Going from a main event superstar, going from a main event superstar to losing to Los Lotharios on a random. I, I, well, I like those two, by the way. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, for you. Like, I can see maybe a year from now, but literally you were just <clears throat> the main champion on the other show. And mm. like literally three weeks later, you're losing a match to guys who they haven't even taken serious. They they haven't built Los Tharios, Los Lotharios up. Mm. They don't take them serious. But they they tend to do that, like just people in general. Like you have to be a certain type of star for them to consistently utilize you. But they have a lot of former WWE champions who are mid carders still. Like it's weird. Yeah, but I feel like it's the black ones who get. I don't know. I just feel like the fall for black, like Kofi. Kofi doesn't even mention that he was once a, cha a champion. Like, I mean, it, watching the product, you wouldn't know that Kofi was ever the champ. And that's the problem, right? <laughs> so it's like, here's the thing. So we don't have that many black champions in the first place. Yes. But they, but they have a history of having their win be some kind of like dope, but then their losses be so bad and it can jeopardize the. The reputation and the credibility of their title reigns. So I, I just like Kofi. That lead up, bro, that was amazing. I had so much fun following that lead up to him finally getting this chance. It was explosive. Yep. Um, Bianca, her lead up, her her dominance. It was so great to see the her. Crying when she won. 
Because it was real. Her and Sasha versus GW. They could have repeated that this year and given yeah, another Bobby oh. versus oh, Brock. Okay. I mean, the Bobby versus Big E. First time ever that two black men headline for the title. Yeah. But we're getting Maybe Brock and Roman for two belts. I, just, like, I feel like that match didn't need two belts. It don't. So then really where do you move from here? Like now, like where do you, I'm really disappointed by the, <laughs> like the more I talk it out. Cause now what do you do with Bobby Lashley? What do you do with Seth Rollins? Yeah. What do you but, do I mean, with, well, I mean, we're getting Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. I mean, I, uh, Baron Corbin, you already know that's yeah, who I, I can't stand that motherfucker, yo. Who Baron? I, I just don't. I've never liked anything they've given him. Every gimmick they've given him. He makes it work though. Whatever. That's why. No, he does. Yes, he makes what they gave him a crap sandwich. He makes it a steak sandwich. Like I will give. I don't like him, so but I'll give Baron Corbin his props. He makes whatever they give him he work. He does. He does. He does. But I hate him on my screen. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> so like, what's happening to like? So what's what does Bobby do? Like, do you do anything significant with Bobby now? Well. It's weird because if Seth had won, who his way he lost is whack as fuck too. But if Seth had actually won, um, it would make sense for Bobby to be like, well, I never technically, I wasn't even in the match. Yes. I can't see them put adding Bobby in a triple threat WrestleMania match. I don't know. See, it don't why would you add Bobby to the right. match with Roman? It don't make sense. Now people have said Seth deserves to be in that match. Because he's the I only one who beat them both. I can see and that. Seth never lost. Tech, I mean, he lost, but like that, Roman pretty much cheated. Well, I'll tell you this. We know that at this point, we know that the men going to main event the second night and the women got the first night because okay. So which woman? Becky and Becky and Bianca or Charlotte and Ronda? Here's the thing. I think that <laughs> Becky and Bianca deserves the main event because it has an actual strong story behind it. Uh, but Ronda is the biggest star. Like, why would you yeah. not give Ronda the main event? Yeah. So you have Brock and Ronda. So that <clears throat> what that's going to do is the whole – I think they're going to keep in line with they, what they've been doing. Royal Rumble, you have Brock and Ronda, former UFC stars. Everybody knows them in and outside of wrestling. So I think they're going to do the same thing with the main event of WrestleMania. But yeah. I, everybody knows it's the op- that opener. I think Bianca and Becky will be the opener. I'll be okay with that. And I, I think be that – one night opener and then another night, the second night opener. I don't know who it's going to be. Because at this point, everything's weird. I don't fucking know either. Do you? AJ and Edge is the rumor, though. But, but that'll be a nice match. That'll be. Uh, but do you? Do you think Bianca's gonna win? Yeah. I I think so. it makes sense. You can't. But if you don't have her win, you, you just destroy the star, man. Like you just ruining it. You just make it worse. Bianca yeah. already took an L at SummerSlam. Yeah, she got to get that. She got to get that that gold, man. Reclaim her, reclaim her time. I think so. Some of my predictions, right? I think for WrestleMania, because it's that season now. Okay. We're going to get Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Title. Which is funny as fuck. I think that's a hilarious match. As long as Sami wins. Okay. You want to see Johnny Knoxville win the Intercontinental? We don't care anything about their match. I just think it would be fun because Johnny okay. Knoxville. Because if he wins that, that literally just craps on. I feel, I don't believe in certain like he shouldn't have. He has no business having. Maybe the twenty four seven, but the Intercontinental Title with the his like, come on, 
Come on. I mean, it, it would be, it would, yeah, I agree. But who cares about these titles now? Like, they don't even do well with their mid-card titles. They don't. That's definitely the celebrity match, though, this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, now, they, might, they might throw a little Bad Bunny some goddamn where I don't know. Who's great, by the way? We're going to get Edge. Edge is going to be at WrestleMania, right? He should. He was he gotta just be. Said, He got to be. So I would say, like, Edge and AJ is what I would love to see. Yeah. I mean, honestly, bro, I'll, regarding the women, I mean, regarding the product, I'm only excited about the women. And I'm not even that, that excited about the women. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for whatever Edge does because I love Edge. And his return has been amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what happens with Riddle and Orton. Because I think Randy and Riddle are definitely gonna um split up for WrestleMania. Okay. They got it right. I, I mean, I like RK Bro, but somebody got it. I miss Randy, and while I like Riddle, I, I can't see them pushing him as a, a bigger star if he keeps that gimmick. Like they gotta switch it up. Which is why he should turn heel. He should. I mean, it'll, it'll add to that because we all are, we all expect Randy to RKO him at some point. Okay, but he, right? he did it already, actually. Yeah, but again, right? We all expect again. Randy to be the one who turns, but I think nobody would expect Riddle to be the one who RKO's Randy and turns on him. And then we get a I mean, mean streak Riddle, like we had kind of in NXT. I'm okay with that because, you know, I like a little nice little turn. My favorite turn of all time is uh, Trish turning on uh, Jericho and siding with Christian. That was nice. That. that no, that caught me off guard. I did not see that. She slapped the shit out of him, yo. <laughs> when we're talking about Roman and Dean, and I mean that was a great turn as well. Okay. When Seth turned on Roman and oh, uh, yeah. Ambrose, that was Inside like the authority. Well, tribulation. Yep, that was like. <gasps> um, I to be fair, honestly, to be honest, I I missed the Shield era. Like I knew about them, I caught up with them, but I didn't. Have a chance to love them like oh, where everyone else so did. Didn't. So you had stopped watching. I stopped honestly from '99 up until '07. I was religiously watching wrestling, but that was okay. also I started entering high school, uh-huh. and I started my interest started pivoting other way. But I always kept yeah. up online. But social media allowed me to get back into it. So see, that was like me. So for me, I started watching again around the Shield era. Okay. Um, so I missed a lot of John. Like I saw John Cena here and there, but like I was like during his height of all that time, I was like back and forth from Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and, like, yeah. You don't really like you had. We could watch stuff, but like to watch Raw, it, you would have to wake up at like three a.m. Right. Damn. And then like <laughs> ain't nobody doing that to see John Cena beat everybody. So, <laughs> um, so like I missed a lot of that era. But yeah, the Shield era was really dope. The Shield era mm. was really dope. Um, who else am I excited to kind of see? Um, the women, of course. Yeah, the women. Uh, do you think we're gonna get Naomi? Um, and Sonya. And uh, what's the girl? Yeah, Sonya. Sonya. I here's the thing. All right, so first of all, did you see the Charlotte versus uh Naomi match? Yes, you didn't like it. I liked it, but it's just it's predictable. Like, certain matches, if the match is like super predictable. Like, I'm going to take less interest in it. Like, going into today, we knew that Bill Goldberg had no chance in hell to be Roman. Sure. So it was like, what's the point of even watching this? I mean, but I knew that I agree with you. I, but I knew Naomi was going to lose. Yeah. However, 
I still was really into the match. It was the momentum and how how in the crowd were. Um, but still, even though I, I'm loving what they're doing, Naomi and giving her a lot of shine. Even to even uh, at Elimination Chamber, she came out yeah. to like an amazing had an amazing reaction from the crowd. Oh, they the love thing her. Is, the thing is, bro, I still have no idea what the fuck the point is with Sonya versus Naomi feud. Like, why doesn't Sonya like Naomi? I is don't you mean know. I'm a racist Karen undercover. I just <laughs> why does she dislike Naomi? Like, how are they keeping this going for all these months? So I hope they do have a match or like a final payoff of WrestleMania. Because it's like this is not if they're trying to make it like this is Austin versus McMahon. They're trying to make it um who else was it? Uh Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. It's mm-hmm. none of that. It's not it's not even close to any of that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm happy. I want to see. I really want ba- I miss Bailey so damn much. I have and a I- match for you with Bailey's. I'm so glad okay. you brought her up. Okay. This what? will be the biggest tag team match in. I don't want a tag team match. I want her to fight Lita. No. Okay. okay that's cute, right? Oh. That's but cute. I want a match of best friends, a tag team match of best friends. I want Bailey and Sasha versus, versus Lita and Trish. Man, you don't get bigger <laughs> than that at WrestleMania. No. I, listen, I agree and I feel you. But for me personally, bro, I want that. Yeah. I still want those two. To get the fucking single matches they deserve. I feel Becky, that. like Becky saying fighting leader, I wanted it, but that's after Bailey versus Lita. Charlotte versus Trish makes sense, but I wanted that after Sasha versus Trish. Like Bailey and Sasha deserve to have their single match single matches as well. And if it's not a, a big pay-per-view, at least give them like a main event or something. But Sasha, wants her, match, Sasha wants her match against Melina. That'll be first of all, Melina is so, I love that's that's one of my favorite girls, man. <laughs> I love Melina, and what they did to her was trash. <laughs> it, was, it was trash. But Melina's Melina's an underrated uh, a star in the company. She deserves she way more. Just, I feel like Melina gets a lot of um, flack for her backstage, backstage. stuff. Yeah, kind of like Leo Rush. He gets yeah. a lot of flack for his backstage his backstage antics. But also on stage, that motherfucker be on Twitter and Instagram going off when he shouldn't be. But. Um, yeah, he calls people out, but I mean that's the generation. That's our generation, though. You know, yeah, back in the day, yeah. back in the day, they used to just take take their licks and keep going. Right? They used to take people like Randy Orton was back there crapping in people's bags, and yeah, and so was X Pac. I mean, that was normal. No, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying he's wrong for speaking out, but I still think there's a way you can do it. Like you okay. can still tell people off of grace. Like and, Ali, like, Ali's derailing his career right now. Oh. Oh, because but he wants to get fired. Yeah, they just but they're not gonna fire you though. That's the thing. He wants He's to get fired. So Look what they did no. to um rest in peace, Brody Lee slash Luke Harper. He asked for his release and they kept him, they sent him home and made him just wait, wait out the contract until they felt like releasing him. They did it with the revival. The revival, not only did they say, no, we're not going to release you, they made them look like idiots every time they mm-hmm. went out there. They're like, we're going to put, we're going to run this angle where you guys are doing Icy Hot, and you put it on your butt. It's like <laughs> They put it in their butts? That's crazy. Yeah, the Usos put Icy Hot in their trunks. So then they had oh, to come out there, nice. and they were, they were like itching. They were like itching the whole entire time, rubbing their butts against the wrestling pole. <laughs> That is funny and OD. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, they're not going to release you like that if you, 
I feel like there's a way to do it. You can request your release. Like we saw Tony Storm, she requested their release and they let her go. Did she request it or she get in the plane and never come back? <clears throat> she requested what I read is she requested her. Oh, I'm about to say, I know she got in the plane the next day. It was like, bitch, <laughs> bye. <laughs> but like when you go on the internet, it's like boom, 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 boom. Vince is, we already know that they're petty, right? They fired CM Punk on his wedding day. So we already know that they're petty. So like, just do it the right way. So you can, but I read something somewhere that they said that Vince wanted like pitch an idea to him. And he was like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And then it got really heated between him and Vince. Well, Leo? And then the Ali. other backstage people. You said what? You said uh, who? Leo or Ali? Ali. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they said they pitched this idea. He was 1,000% against it. And that's why we don't see him now. Do you know the idea? <clears throat> um, I don't know it, but I, I have a feeling what it is. It's probably something super stereotypical and racist. Because if you remember, Ali has always talked about that he never wants to do that. He never wants to be like a mad Arab. Uh, he never wants, like none of that. No Muhammad Hassan, no mm. um, gender. Who I loved. <laughs> I love Muhammad Hassan. I thought him and... um. I forgot his uh Davari, yo. I enjoy them. They were bad. It was bad taste. Well, it was just a bad time because after after 9-11, it didn't work. Yep. It just yeah, it, <laughs> it didn't work. And they but dropped yeah, I'm him. Pretty sure it was that. I'm pretty sure it was that anti-American. And Ali was probably just like <laughs> I would hope, I would hope not, especially with them doing like overseas uh, events. We're going to get right back to the conversation. But before we do, I need you to go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Michael B. That's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash it's Michael B. Check it out. As you know, I'm a content creator, podcaster, TikToker, YouTuber, all of the above. If you want to support the work that I'm doing, if you want to support the content, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to give to the cause, just go to that website and throw a coffee my way, throw a couple of dollars my way and check it out. When you do that, it allows us to grow this show. It allows us to grow our YouTube. It allows us to grow the other platforms so we can continue to give you the best conversations that we can. Speaking of conversations... Let's get back to it. This sidebar, I just, I just realized this. I wanted to say this earlier. I was not necessarily a big fan of the event, even though I watched it all the way through. But I noticed some key things that I really appreciated. One, um, the audience is alive as hell. Yeah. Two, I appreciated them allowing women to still have a unique personality with their attire. And not wear them under armor and t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my head. I was. I was so mad. I'm like, damn, they gonna put a lead in this big bag. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna watch this match. But <laughs> I was happy to see they allowed them to still like. Yeah, be, be women. Like, yeah, be themselves. Just cover up. That's cool. You can cover up. Naomi look great. Whew. Phenomenal. I'm surprised they put her in the big uh, shirt because you know she got a wagon. So <laughs> that thing be thinking with a mind of his own. Like, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> booty O's, okay, but no. And know. you know what else I just noticed about the um, Saudi show? What? There was no Mansoor. But there was nobody. No, but Mansoor is always there. Because that's saying, where he's from. Yeah. And they always tend to, like, every year, every time the an event's overseas, they always bring up Ali, Mansoor. Yeah. I think it was the Jihad. I don't know. But they always try to bring up and push their people. 
those yeah. people suck. Those but people. I knew I was like, he probably gonna say those people. You sound like Vince. Do you think Vince is racist? Uh, I think he's racist. I don't know, but he's white. He's an older from older older generation. I think he's racist, and I think triple. Whew. All right, this is my my opinion, right? So don't um Tasha K me, y'all. I think that Vince is racist. Look who one of his great friends are. What Trump? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Triple H is racist too. Okay. And <clears throat> what makes me think of this, and I'll never forget this, never forget it. You people. Mm-hmm. When um <laughs> when he had his feud with Booker T. I don't know if you saw it live or if you've seen oh, Triple H. If you yeah, if you've seen the um the replays of this whole entire feud, but it was hella racist. The whole time Triple H was like, people like you don't deserve this, that, and the other. People like you don't <laughs> deserve to win things. You guys are on the streets. It was a lot of you know, they never he never said black people, but like he might as well have said black people. I mean, but that was also in character. So in terms of like outside of so, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue that he's not, but outside of the ring, I think that to say he's to say they're racist, I don't necessarily know. I, I don't know if they're racist or not. I just think that, like, I, I don't expect them to be pro black or pro everything. Maybe not other. Triple H, but the reason why I feel Vince maybe is because we go back to all those relate those racist tropes that you put on mm. everybody. Back in the day, you had Kai and Tai, who literally you had these Asians go out there and speak, but then have dubbed <laughs> dubbed their voices like the old <laughs> movies. Um, <laughs> like you had, um, it was just like a lot of stereotypical, like Tatanka. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, no, those are those are racist <laughs> moments. Those... <laughs> like, come on, man. Those are racist moments for sure, but Kamala on those of those times. Kamala. Um yeah, for sure. Prince Akeem, Prince Akeem, the African dream, who was talking and jive. And then John, and then and then Vince McMahon himself saying, What up, my nigga? To John No, ignorant as fuck. No, nah, Bruce, <laughs> which is that's that's so funny. That he said he called my nigga to John Cena. Then you had Booker <laughs> T. Then the next day, Booker T, wide eyed Booker T, who I can't stand Booker T because I feel like he's a um, he's a Samuel. You know Samuel from Django. I knew some about. He's a, he's a, he's an enabler in many ways. Yes, he said he's a Colton. He's a Colton. Tell me he did not just say that. <laughs> I was like, my man just said. I feel like. <laughs> But Book is a legend. He's a gold. I think he's uh, he's phenomenal. I just think yeah. that th- so Booker T, Triple H, and Vince, like just all of them lumped them together. They're all from a different era where all this shit was normalized, whether we liked it or not. Mm. Um, so for me to say that Vince is racist, he's a rich, what almost eighty something year old uh, white man. There's no doubt in my mind that he's he has some racist bones or like racist right. bones to how he speak to people. Um, so I mean, he probably is. But in the, the day, I, I expect him to be Triple H. Based off he's done so far, what I've seen, like the love he has for a lot of the stars, especially in, in NXT, I don't necessarily think Triple H is racist. I think oh, he's actually somebody that probably learned from the dumb shit that he's done in the past. Um, because that's the case, Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin. You think he not, or he didn't have any moments in the past? HBK, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, all the motherfuckers had those moments. Well, Stone so. Cold's actually an ally. Believe it or not, I used to think no. that Stone Cold was was. 
No, I'm not, no, I'm saying, I, let's hit me out. This motherfucker is from the South, bro. There's no doubt in my mind. Texas, there's no doubt in my mind he didn't have moments. I'm just saying, I think that. So you think time, the longest yard is not the only time he used the word, the, the <laughs> N word? I'm saying, I'll put it past nobody from okay. those eras. That's what I'm saying. So are this the races? Probably, I don't know. But well, we know Hogan. Past. We already know about Hogan. Yeah. We've heard the audio for that. Um, and they still trot him know. out. They still try him out there, which is just Hogan, man. Uh, <laughs> it's like it, no, I expect it. I, I don't want to see him. him. I don't want to ever see him ever. Like, and then hopefully they learn from last year's WrestleMania because they thought that oh, we're gonna put him with Titus worldwide and put him with a black man, and people are gonna like those rules every time he came out there, they blessed me so much. That's so crazy, man. Like, people be living legends, but you live long enough. You end up becoming an enemy, bro. That's trash. We're seeing that with Ric Flair right now. Because the things are coming out. But we already know Ric Flair's kind of racist, which is so Ric Flair's a good example, right? We Uh already heard the stories from Teddy Long about how racist he was. We we hear all the stories back from like the early 90s, 80s, and they were racist as fuck to black people. All the black superstars back then, the wrestlers, they've been coming forth over the years telling like the stories. Yeah, Ric Flair's somebody who obviously was a racist motherfucker. But now it's like, but is he still? I don't know. Because he out here dancing to hip-hop. They got songs, Ric Flair taking pictures. Like, I don't know. Is he still racist? Maybe. Well, you could be a, you could, you could pull on our culture and still be a racist. We see that. Oh, for sure. But it's like. But the thing is, black people, we're the ones who embraced Ric Flair. And we still do. Like, you know, you even hear things like from my favorite basketball player, right? My favorite basketball player, LeBron. He talks about. How you know Rick's growing up watching Ric Flair and Ric Flair taught us how to have swag and like all of this stuff, like you know, Rolex wearing, styling, profiling, jet flying, woo, like all of that. Like, Rick, that, that's why like, I, pop culture icon he is, many ways. So, um, again, I ain't caping for these motherfuckers, I think they are racist, or they at least they used to be. But Ric Flair, it's like, do you think they're like. Because he realized that black people embraced him, everybody embraced him, that he kind of toned down his racist shit. Well, I never saw Ric Flair as a racist. I always knew that Ric Flair's issues were the other stuff, how he deals with women and the touching and like, you know, the sports we heard from the plane ride from hell and him drugging people, drugging women. Like, that's what I always thought about Ric Flair. Have you not heard the interview and things that Teddy Long said? No, I have to look it up. I gotta look. Oh, gotta bro, look it Teddy, Teddy tells us true. Teddy let people know like Rick Flair called me a nigga. Oh, Rick Flair made it. Rick, Rick Flair did all this like he really did. And so, and Teddy's not the only one. So okay. again, Rick Flair used to be was racist as hell. I'm just not you know, sure. Why Bobby left the first time? Because Michael Hayes. Flair? No, Michael Why, Hayes. Oh, really? Yeah, Michael Why? Hayes apparently called him him and his wife. Uh, um, Chris at the time. Yeah, Crystal at the time called them out of their names. I don't know what it was, but they mm. said there was a racial epithet attached to another profanity. Oh, did not know that. And it was towards it was towards Crystal. So I was probably you know he might have been nigger, but it was probably like that black bee, something along that lines. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah. Michael Hayes has been accused of the same stuff. But that's why he got um he got fired. Well, or yep. released or fired back. or whatever. Oh, he is? Yeah, Michael Hayes is still with the company. He's one of the head writers. Wait, did he really come back? Yeah, he got re, gotcha. re he got rehired within gotcha. the last yeah, yeah, couple yeah. of years. Yeah. At least I'm all, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because he was doing other <laughs> so, things. Oh, yeah. 
The re- yeah, wrestling is a, has definitely been a very sexist place and a very racist place. But I think it's, I think the tide, just like in, uh, I think the tides are turning, maybe a little bit. For sure, I think they are, hundred percent. I'm not saying think, it's fast or better, but yeah. I do think that Montez, back to Montez Ford, before we close out, I think Montez is definitely the next big thing, right? As far as black wrestling, I feel like he can be the black wrestler who they thought that Kofi would be, who we wanted Big E to be. I think Montez is going to be that. He can talk. He has it, man. He can he can go in the ring. He has charisma. He has the swag. It doesn't help that um, his wife is Bianca, right? So, like, they can really make that a thing, like, the two of them just running it, kind of like Seth and Becky. That'd be a nice him. fight. That's a nice um, way to bring him up, too. But... I only fear one thing, and that's his side. Does so, this I, side. I was I was gonna say the only thing that he, Montez is missing in terms of what Vince loves, apparently quotation marks, yeah. is he's too skinny. But they can yeah. they can they can beef him up. Like that's not a they, they can build him up over time. Cause Drew did it. Oh, Drew used to be skinny as hell. Oh my God, go go. So when we get off of here, and then let me know what he said. Drew, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you. Like, but then yeah, again. Look at Edge though. Edge is not a big, huge body, but Edge always had like he's a not, slender. But he's bigger now than he's bigger. He was. He's, he's smaller, smaller now, then. right? I don't. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. I feel like he's body. smaller now. But yeah, look up Drew and Gender too. Gender used to be skinny. Oh. And then they just cool. Well, so, I think Montez has it. I think he wants to do that, bro. It's a wrap. There's no way. Like, if you drop the ball on Montez, man. Yeah. That's it. it is, he's, he's a star, man. You just got to push it. And he's aware of it, too. What do, okay, so next, who are who, so like, give me like, and then we're going to close out, right? So we I got a couple of questions, right? Okay. First question, who's on your Mount Rushmore? Black Mount Rushmore overall. You know what? Let's do Black Mount Rushmore first. All right. So Black Mount Rushmore. And you can put Dwayne on there. I was gonna do that regardless. It's the rock, <laughs> but like um, half of his I, face. I'm so, in my opinion, whew, that's hard. black people definitely the rock. Like, there's no superstar to this day that reaches level with black a black ancestry. Um, so the rock, I would say Booker T. That's a different level of success in terms of being a black wrestling this business. Um, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Not only that, but Booker T went to hold WCW holding it down for the blacks. Yeah. Um, those two. Um I want to say Jacqueline, but I think Sasha took went to a whole new level. I'm gonna go with Sasha. And um Hey, that's hard, bro. All right, I'm gonna go with the Rock, Booker T, Jacqueline, and and Sasha. I'm gonna go with that. My my, my black my black Ooh, my rock. Booger T, Jacqueline. Because Sasha. because of what they have done. Uh-huh. Like, not many people topping them. Jacqueline hasn't done nothing like to a high level like Sasha, but her groundwork for black female wrestlers overall, you can't, it's undeniable. Um, and then Sasha, she's a megastar, man. It's like those four to me like really changed the game. You know what I hate about Sasha and it's not her fault? Because it's not a matter of, because people are like who, people who want to argue with me, Argue with me. Um, they always argue, well, Sasha's been given the belt. She has. 
But I believe title reigns matter too. They do. And her title reigns are never memorable because they just strip her from her title. Um, like they give it to her and then they just take mm-hmm. it away. And they're like, okay, you're good now. You know, like if you remember, that was a thing for a while. She remembers her and Charlotte. She never, huh? Charlotte the same way, in my opinion. But with Sasha, it was remember, there was a while that she never won. Um, <laughs> she had never won a title. She's never de- successfully defended the title at a pay per view mm. for a while. That was a thing, so it's like, huh? No, your list isn't bad. I actually like that list a lot. I'm, again, I'm going based off impact and like long term, all that kind of stuff. So. And that's just WWE. Nah, Booker T across the board. WWE. Okay. No, and some, people, some people would argue with you that they would include somebody like a Jay Lethal, not me. But they would include Jay Lethal because he's done New Japan, he's done TNA yeah. Impact, he's done ROH, like he's mm-hmm. been everywhere and been a champion everywhere. I'm not, I'm not against that. I think Jay Lethal has done wonders for like the indie scene for Black people. Yes, definitely um, one of the best indie scenes. I ever. still don't, I still don't think that he eclipses anything besides uh, Jacqueline. I don't think he eclipses the other three. I would put Brock on there. Stuff. I would put Rock on there. I would put Booker T, even though I can't stand Booker T. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't stand Booker T. Every time he talks, his critique for black wrestlers, I just like listen to him and just side eye him. Um, so I would go to Bobby. I would go with the. I would your list isn't bad. I don't know if I would put Jacqueline on. I, I feel you. That was the one of the ones like, eh, but I couldn't think of anybody else. So I might put a Kofi on before I put it on the Jacqueline. But okay, so again, it's your, it's your, it's your list. Never mind. Or I might put on a. I don't know. It's a, it's a legacy thing. It's a, it's a legacy though. Her legacy is obvious. Her fruits yeah, are clear. No one had a bigger moment than Kofi. Even Biggie's moment wasn't as big as Kofi. Oh, no I one had a iconic moments matter too, right? Oh, for sure. And he's had iconic moments in the Rumble. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's had right, iconic right. feuds. That original feud with Randy, even though it was the feud that pushed him all the way down the ladder, but that was a like amazing feud. Um, and then just that iconic moment, like. That WrestleMania win meant so much. Like, I can place Jacqueline with Kofi too. I, I can see that. Yeah, I think um, he, I think he, he's 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 important in uh for sure. He right, you right, you right. He's definitely not Virgil. Oh no, <laughs> and it's it's no shade to any of them, man. All the old heads, I, I appreciate. Yo, them. that was a racist character too. All Vir- them is, all them niggas was racist back then, man. Virgil was a man servant to the <laughs> to the million dollar man. He was his. Manservant, like well, and I guess not. What was it almost? No, it wasn't even like that because almost was a bodyguard. Virgil was yeah, yeah. literally pouring oh, his yeah. water. Um, oh. yeah, <laughs> shining his shoe. <laughs> Races, eighties, eighties is so horrible. Early nineties is so horrible. But they no, gotta be different. That's culture in general. I watch, you know, like all these streaming services. You got like all the old TV shows that drop on it. The Wayne, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, just watching that stuff back <laughs> now, and you're like, damn, they couldn't say that now. They couldn't do that now. Absolutely not. And I'm okay with that. Like, there was this one place where, um, and I'm only doing this because it happened on the Wayne Brothers, but Sean was okay. trying to talk to this um, Asian lady, and he was like, and I laughed. But then I was like, oh my, could you imagine that happening now? Only way that would happen if that thing happens and the Asian woman does something that's making fun of black people. Yeah. That's the only way that would work. 
I was like, oh my god. Or they said something like, um, yeah, it was a lot of like, it was just a lot of anti jokes back there. <laughs> a lot of anti like LGBTQ. Like I'm just like, oh OD. my god. <laughs> like <laughs> none of that stuff could happen that now. So I understand the times as well. Things progress. Things change. Um, I don't think we'll see some of those same tropes in the WWE now that we did back then. Last thing is this for the WWE. All right. Can't name Roman. Can't name Seth. Can't name any of the four horse women. All right. Mm -hmm. In the next five years, who's who are those stars, men, male and female, who are going to be the face of the company? Who are going to? So who are going to, and who could be two different things? So who are going okay. to? That I believe for sure, Braun Breaker. Okay. Like I see it. I really think they're going to push him to the moon. Agreed. Um, like he has it. Not everyone always has it. So for me, Braun Breaker. Um, who I would love to. I mean, to be fair, I think that Bianca is already in that space where she is currently the future, but she's sharing it with the four horse woman. But I'm saying the fa- five, years. five years. Five years. The face. Yeah, five years. So how we years. see Roman now? How we gotcha, see gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. All right, you did say five years from now too. So yeah. again, Braun Breaker. Um, I see. I don't know. People don't normally agree. Zion. Is this like how you pronounce his name? Is it Zion? He's like the tall, um, the tall guy. His name is spelled X Y O N. He's an oh, NXT. Okay, that's why um, I, don't know I think him. his name is Zion. So Breaker. Okay. I think Zion. Um, Montez? I, oh, I'm about to say, yeah, Montez is one of them. Okay. I can see Montez. I, I, just, I was trying to figure it out. Montez, those three for sure in five years being the faces. Um, Regarding women, I'm hoping that Rhea and Bianca stick around. Oh, my God. What do you want Rhea and Bianca to? Seeing them together and, and, and tonight? And, and, I think, I don't know if she'll be the face, but I just want to see Raquel. All three of them, to me, are the the next step. It's not after the first woman. And they have history together. Yeah, and they all have history. Those are three are the ones that they were they could push. I would love to see like Rhea and Rhea and especially Rhea and um Sasha be that next big feud that they're just going for blood. One's a heel this time, one's the face that this time. Then then they flip and like like kind of what we're gonna be getting with Roman and Seth. What I feel we're gonna be getting with Roman and Seth a couple more mm-hmm. times. Or even Roman or Brock, I feel like we can get that with Rhea and um, Bianca. I, I, I think they, I think they are dropping the ball by not having them have their own pro, their own pro project program. But the, you mentioned Sasha, and I'll say this: I think that I'm noticing that although Sasha is big, and every time she shows up, people love her and they push her. It seems like she's more like enhancement at this point. I feel like she's just kind of there to push other people mm-hmm. along. She's not a and full-time wrestler. But even when she was, I feel like she's just more of an enhancement. I don't like that. Mm. I think that before Sasha actually says retire, because you know nobody ever really retires. I think right. that she should get a better reign. I just like let her have a moment, like especially at WrestleMania. Let her in a match. I agree. You forgot Austin the Theory. Or maybe you didn't forget Austin Theory. Oh, so say okay. So there's uh okay, Austin Theory and Riddle. I don't see Riddle unless you change. Austin Theory, the thing is. I don't know if people know, but he got his his butthole all over the internet. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, is that going to affect him and his his, his porn? It wasn't really porno, but his his past. Like, is that going to affect him from theory? 
But <laughs> what? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> um, like I don't know if he's a porn star, but he he had videos up. So Austin had an OnlyFans. I think he had something similar to it before OnlyFans is a thing. What? But I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that I. I the, look the way they're pushing him, the way that Vince. It's weird. I like it though. I like you know. I've never seen them push. The last person Vince pushed like this was Drew McIntyre, the first okay. time around. And then obviously they found out he wasn't that guy. But I think Austin, Austin earned some stripes tonight for sure. I like him. Like his like character work was so good. I, I, that he's fear a good that he had when he like <laughs> when he noticed it was just him and Brock. And then after mm-hmm. he low blowed Brock, and then him running around the ring, like that was some really good hill character work. I agree. And then he bumped the way that bump that he took. Granted, that F five he landed on it. He landed on his legs initially. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can't. That was be safe. Be safe, man. Yeah, I can't expect him to fall through on his fucking no. stomach. Like that's like people were mad at Chris Jericho because at AEW after that fall off. Oh. <laughs> That was horrible, though. That was horrible, bro. It wasn't that it was horrible. It was the camera shot that was horrible because they showed you the 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 trick. But like, well, the the actual cardboard was it was horrible. Like the way yeah. they it was that was horrible. But, but they uh, should have. That's what I'm saying. If they had to switch the camera out, if the producer yeah. had it, and that goes back to AEW. Now they have rookie producers back there, right? So it was probably Cody back there and Tony. Like, switch the camera three. <laughs> switch camera four, and they just switched the camera to the wrong camera, and then you know we saw what we saw, all that cardboard. Probably. But I prefer my wrestlers to be safe. Like we don't I, need I, yeah. any more Mick Foley's. Like, nah, be good. Well, so I, I thought Austin, and that was that's still a fall, even having to land on like I, yeah. th- I still thought that F5 was impressive. Everybody on the internet was like saying like, oh, why is he hurt? He landed on his legs. He landed on his feet. It's like, well, yeah, because it still hurts. <laughs> so, like, yeah. That's some scary shit. So. I think Austin, so for me, for the men, it's definitely Montez. It's definitely Austin Austin Theory. Um, mm-hmm. I think five years from now, um, Roman's just going to be an attraction. Coming back every once in a while? Yeah, yeah. he's going to be like John Cena, what John Cena is now. Yeah. Um, I think Seth is going to be somebody who's like a Randy Orton, though. I can see and that sticking around. Sticks around forever, right? It <laughs> just stays stays around forever. I think he's going to be there for a very long time. Um, but yeah, Austin for sure. Um, Riddle, if they do some character tweaks, I like him, but they got they got to. I can't he can't be a bro the whole time. They do some character tweaks. Braun Breaker for sure is going to be huge. And me, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just see something in Carmelo. But once again, Carmelo Hayes is little. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to figure. I don't know. He's he's little. He's little. But he's little those little yeah. guys can end up being break through the cracks and be like a um, Daniel Bryan. Um, Chris be Brown. a Daniel Bryan. Chris Brown. Chris Benoit. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Um, or what I thought Johnny Gargano was going to be. Yeah. Um, as far as women... I'm gonna give it to Bianca, of course. She's already there. Rhea Ripley, she's mm-hmm. already there. I think they're gonna do something with Liv. Like I had texted you, um, I, Liv. I want, me, I want them to. Liv to me is like a, like a, um, like a Daniel Bryan, little guy, the little one, a Rey Mysterio, the little engine that could. Like, 
Yeah. And I have one more, one more mail because my computer is about to die. <laughs> one more mail. This is a this is um this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler in the words of Paul Heyman. MJF. I mean, he's a big star in AEW, so MJF is going to leave AEW because I feel like WWE is going to bring out the the Brinks truck for him. Okay. And they're gonna pay him. I mean, I'm not. I like. I like him, but I'm not. I don't see the big. He's the biggest. He's the best heel in the W. He's the best heel in wrestling right now. Okay. And it's people like Roman. No, Roman's not a heel. Roman's a heel, but Roman's not a heel. I feel you. No, I mean, I I love Roman's character. Yeah, Um, Roman has the best character work right now, but nobody's out healing MJF. But because Rome is a heel now, but now everybody's like, we love Roman Reigns. He's our tribal chief. But that's the issue they have with people because he was all he was a to unless you're like the white racist person, unless you're like a JBL. Like heels are always tend they tend to be the bad guys, the cool guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like I like Roman. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, you know, he comes out. Everybody puts the ones up in the air. Everybody putting their ones up in the air. So it's like you're not a, really a bad guy, but you are a bad guy. But no, those are some of my predictions of like the next couple of years, what we're gonna see. Hopefully we see some more black champions. Hopefully, but we gotta have more black stars. And that means uh when are you uh when are you moving to the to the WWE? Me, man, I told here's my here's my plan, bro. Stay here in LA, do my thing in Hollywood, build like my own little fan base, get famous somehow, maybe through acting, whatever. Um, then I come in, do some celebrity angle. They like, aha, look at this actor guy over here trying to wrestle and, and, and be be funny. But then what they don't know is that I'm actually going to be good in the ring. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, and then eventually, a year no, I get my tag team match at WrestleMania, and then a year later, I get my solo match at WrestleMania. Bro, I got this I got this figured out, man. They're going to put you with Michael uh, with Malcolm Bivens. Well, I, I hope not. <laughs> I just hope. I hope I you don't like Malcolm Bivens? I mean, he's cool. He's a good manager. Yeah, but I feel like we look alike. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that. They're gonna be like, <laughs> <We're> like <laughs> they're gonna be like, this is his <laughs> brother. They're gonna, they're gonna give you the name Michael Bivens. <laughs> like any black man with the bald head and the beard and all that kind of stuff. Like, no, no. they won't do that because they'll do something like Mart. That's what they'll do. They'll make you Martin Bivens. So then they'll have Mar- <laughs> Martin and <laughs> Martin and Mount. But I tell you one thing, I cut a mean promo. I tell you that. That would nah. be very WWE right there, though. I could see them doing something like that. It would. Um, but again, I want to go the celebrity route. Although I'm not celebrity, okay. I want to go that route because it's an easier she wins and also a way to win fans over quicker. Definitely easier. I mean, Bad Bunny, Snooki. Um, Bad Bunny's the only one that's worth noting that he actually did a good job. No, so. I disagree. I enjoyed him. He killed it. Not a no, rumble, he, right? he killed it. He's not the only one. I don't think. Who, who who else do you uh Steven Amell? I thought he was cool because I, I love him from Arrow, but yeah, he could go. He didn't hit a Canadian destroyer, but, but there's a lot of wrestlers I mean, who can't hit the Canadian I, destroyer. But everyone also does it. I remember the first time I saw it in uh in uh TNA, blew my mind. But no, um You said everyone does it? I see that way too often nowadays. Canadian destroyer, but Indian, not Indian. Uh, indie wrestlers do it. Not even in some. One of the ladies did it like not so long ago. One of the shows. 
Hmm. Okay. I forget. Yeah, but no, nah, they, they showed the promo of it on the uh, EC. But no, um, I see it. All, I see it in AEW. See it all over the place. Um, but yeah, so I want to go the celebrity route, and I think that uh, I think they'll happen, man. Because my thing is, if and I always use this as an example. First of all, Shane, Vince, and Stephanie—they're not necessarily trained wrestlers. But they always were able to put on a, a very entertaining matches for the most part. And in my opinion, an underrated match, one of my favorite matches of all time, is for Stephanie McMahon and No Way Out. Like those two couldn't wrestle, but they put on a very entertaining match because they had a storyline. They had um, spots. It was just a good build-up leading to the match, and they killed it. So I'm like, yo, I can put on a good match, bro. I I, I got to train, of course. But I can put on a good match. So we'll see. I got to train, of course. Okay. I got to train a little bit, you know. Where can people find you? People can find me um, at ITSATS World. ITSATSWORLD. Um I'm Antoine A A A A T. Yeah, that's how you can find me. So that's it's AT's world. Yeah. Cool. And that's Twitter, Instagram. Instagram all of it. All of it. In it, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Right, I'm on Discord yet. Probably. Bat bat. Well, man, I appreciate you. This has been fun talking about wrestling. It's always good to talk about wrestling, especially mm-hmm. with other black people, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was fun. Definitely you're gonna have to come back, right? We're gonna have to run it back. Uh maybe after WrestleMania, we'll do a WrestleMania recap show. Okay, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, yeah, let's do a WrestleMania recap show and talk about how um all the black wrestlers got crapped on. <laughs> <laughs> as usual. Prediction though. Um who walks out as the undisputed double champion at WrestleMania? Well, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna go with Roman, but I, I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. It doesn't make sense to me right now. Because so. then, who does he lose to? Because he can't hold both belts. Are we retiring? Are we doing a brand unifying? I don't know. Like, or is he gonna do the whole? I have two belts, and then I defend one belt, or like I might defend two belts in one night and then lose one belt because I have to defend. You get what I'm saying? I mean, based on how everything's going, they might as well merge. I mean, it will suck for people with some wrestling, but like they barely. I feel like there's not enough people who get shined now. I feel like if they merge, that's yeah, really right. gonna be it's really gonna be an issue. Then you're never know. gonna be. Know, you then Veer Veer is never gonna come. Where's know. Veer? I have no idea. They keep I don't know anybody else. You probably they, probably request to leave. <laughs> no, so Veer is so Veer is the Indian dude who they keep saying coming soon to Raw. Yeah, I know. I saw the promos. Yeah, um, Elias. We were supposed to get the return of Elias like months ago. It's just like people just disappear. So I think if they do a brand merge again, I feel like that's going to make it even worse for people. True. But hey, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Thanks again, man. You all have been listening to uh, the conversation for the po- culture podcast today. We was just talking about black wrestling. Um, we talk about black wrestling. Um, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. 
uh, at Combos for the Culture. Join the Discord if you want to join the conversation. Let us know who some of your favorite wrestlers are, some of your favorite wrestling moments within that Discord. You can find all that information on the um, Instagram. Just hit the link in the bio, and you can get to everything. We'll be back next week. Well, I will be back next week. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hopefully it didn't bore you too much if you're a wrestling if you're not a wrestling fan. Oh well. Uh so I will see you all next week. Be easy.